0: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
1: Oh, I'm, uh, I'm all right. Things are, uh, things are hopping. We're even, things we're even having a running back emergency from what I hear from the head coach.
0: We do. And things are hopping. We, it's like uh, a kangaroo on meth. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, I like how I laugh at my own jokes. Um, First of all, I want to thank everybody for making Locked on Bama the first podcast you listen to every single day. You guys are wonderful. Please keep it up. Please share, like, review, all those things. It helps us out a ton. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, All right, Jimmy, what I'm going to do right now is we're going to talk a little bit about Bama and the NFL, which is something we do uh, when it comes to Wednesdays. It's just, you know, just a little wrap up. It's, it's, It's pretty fun. It's cool. I like it. And um, I've always enjoyed it. Um, So, Derrick Henry, another big day, 153 yards and a touchdown. The funny thing is the Titans lost to the Jets, who are winless. And that, to me, is a prime example of why I never want to see an expanded playoff in college football. Because if, let's say, Alabama lost to Mercer, I mean, in my opinion, Alabama should not play for a national championship. (laughs) That's just how that works. But regardless, uh, Derrick Henry is skeeting up the ranks. I should put that another way. Scooting up the ranks. How about that? Of the all-time leading rushers in the NFL and all-time leading touchdown havers. Uh, He's got 59 rushing touchdowns now all time. Um, He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, if he keeps this up. And um, it's pretty incredible to watch.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, when we do this Bama in the NFL thing, that part is almost like a broken record. Derek's on it every week, and that's because Derek is like the most productive running back in the NFL. I've um, repeated this 100 times, but it deserves to be said 100 more. I'm wondering if one day we're talking about Derek Henry as the greatest high school running back of all time, the greatest college running back of all time, the greatest NFL running back of all time. It's certainly a possibility. Now,
0: look, instead of going through all of them, because Alabama has a ton of them in the NFL now, I'm just going to bring up some of the oddball ones here. Uh, Washington football team has a bunch of Alabama dudes on it. Darren Payne, Landon Collins, Jonathan Allen all had nice days. The weirdest stat of all, Cam Sims, wide receiver, his stat for the day, one tackle. (laughs) That's that's interesting. Um, Not exactly – exactly what you want. Trayvon Diggs for the Cowboys, uh, my God, he might be NFC defensive player of the year or NFL player of the year. Two interceptions. Again, he's leading the NFL. He's got six picks, I think, on the year, which is crazy good. Um, I saw a couple other on here that just stood out to me. Dalvin Tomlinson now plays for the Vikings, had three tackles in a sack. Uh, Reggie Raglan for the Giants,
1: eight tackles. How about that? Um, game. And uh, how about that Reggie's playing for his former defensive coordinator at Alabama, Jeremy Pruitt.
0: Oh, yeah. Why is that cool? Um, all right, how about the Jets? They get their win, C.J. Mosley, 13 tackles, okay. a tackle for a loss, a sack and a QB hit. Meanwhile, Quentin Williams, seven tackles, two sacks, a tackle for a loss, two QB hits, and his brother was all over the place. Um, it's pretty cool that your brother plays in
1: the same protein as you. Yeah, and you know somehow as much as I consume Alabama football news sixteen hours a day for several years, this somehow escaped my attention until this week. I didn't know Coin and Williams brother played for the Jets until literally this week. So uh yeah, that's really cool. It's almost as cool as Mac Jones and his brother, Damian Harris, playing for the Patriots. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Jalen Hurts had another big day. I'm still calling him an Alabama guy. I don't give a damn what anybody says. Devontae Smith. Yeah. Devontae Smith, seven catches, 122 yards. That's nice. Um, here's one that stood out to me. Terrell Lewis had four tackles and a sack for a sack for the Rams. And then Drake Kirkpatrick had three tackles and a tackle for a loss for the 49ers. How about that? That's pretty cool that
1: Drake, made makes a team at the last minute and then becomes a productive member of that team. And, of course, as we know, the 49ers are pretty damn salty on defense.
0: Yeah, and that – you know, other than that, I mean, there were a bunch of folks who did some some nice things. But, um, you know, that's probably going to wrap it up for that, – that's the highlights. I mean, some of those are more interesting than others. I just think Devontae Smith is – having a great year, he's trending towards maybe being rookie of the year if everything goes right. And then Trayvon Diggs could be defensive player of the year and Derrick Henry could be offensive player of the year. That would be outstanding. I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, that's bananas. We need
1: need an MVP. Yeah, we do. We haven't had one since Sean, right? Uh, That's correct. But, you know, it it would take the Titans winning a bunch of games and making the playoffs. I think the Titans would have to make the playoffs. But Derrick could be an MVP if the Titans made the playoffs. I I mean, I think it's hard to be an, it's hard to be an MVP on a, you know, seven and 10 team, (laughs) but you know, you, you win, you win enough games for your team makes the postseason. I think he would be up there, but it's, you know, it's a quarterback award just like the Heisman and uh, probably have to wait for some of these young Alabama quarterbacks to mature. I'll tell you what, uh, he'd be a few years away from it. The Patriots have to get him some help, but uh, maybe Mack Jones will be discussed in that, in that vein one day. Jimmy let me tell everybody about
0: betonline.ag. If you like betting on pro football, or if you like betting on college football or betting on literally anything, go to betonline.ag. Use promo code locked on, you'll get a 100 percent welcome bonus. That's free money that Jimmy and I are giving you with our collaboration with Betonline.ag. Go check them out. You will love it. Site is easy to navigate. It's fun just to play around on there. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can bet on reality TV if you want to. Whatever you want to bet on, they've got it at betonline.ag. You will love this website. It should be your number one site if you want to bet on anything. I mean, literally anything. Betonline.ag. And if you are, you know, hey, you wake up on a Saturday morning like, I don't want to wait to bet on the college football. I'm going to play some poker. Okay, go do it. Play some roulette. Okay, blackjack, whatever. You got it. Betonline.ag. You will love, love, love this website. Once again, I want to thank everybody for making Locked On Bound the first place you go when it comes to podcasts for Alabama. Thank you guys so much. Please do review, like, share, retweet, all that stuff. We are still in Twitter hell right now. I don't know why. Um, I think it has something to do with the way I spoke. Very unflattering about Gary Danielson a few weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, just keep us in mind there. Jimmy. Yeah. Um, how about a little Q
1: and a for you real quick? Oh yeah. Fire away. I like this stuff. And by the way, Not I like TNA Q and a, Oh, I won't, Oh, I won't be able to help you with this then.
0: Okay. <laughs> Who's the next player to commit to Alabama? Jaleel Skinner on Friday.
1: And you think we get it? I do. I do. I'm a little uh, concerned. It, it, here's, here's the reason I'm concerned. And, and it's just obvious. I mean, because this is in his public comments, and he's for real. He's going to commit Friday, and I believe it's going to be to Alabama, but he still wants to take a trip to Texas after the fact. So I don't think he's going to commit to Texas before he goes. On the other hand, he could commit to Alabama Friday and then pick Texas later. So I, I, I don't know what to make of all that, but, but I believe he's going to commit to Alabama Friday.
0: I think that would be huge, and especially huge because we could lose every tight end we have. I mean, Jaleel Billingsley, I think we all believe will go pro. Cameron Latu certainly could go pro. I mean, he maybe not as
1: big of a threat to go pro, but he certainly could. He's older. I mean, he's older than Billingsley, you know, by a year, uh, if not two. Uh, So, yeah, Latu's definitely a threat to leave. I think, ironically, even though Latu is older, he's more likely to return. But, uh, yeah, we need to assume – we need to plan for the fact that Latu and Billingsley will both leave. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, and Tennyson, Tennyson has eligibility to return, but I mean, but it would be a co- the COVID year. In other words, I think it would be year six for him if he comes back. We shouldn't assume that Major Tennyson will be like, oh, yeah, I'll be back. When he's got to know we're going to try to, quote, recruit past him. In other words, Tennyson may come back. I doubt he's plan A at tight end, even if he does.
0: No, I I agree. Totally agree with that. All right, Jimmy. We could lose
1: three of the five.
0: That's wild. Um, Who are your four college football playoff teams right now? And then who are the four you think it'll be at the end of the season? Right
1: now? Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, and Iowa. Right now, those will be my four. And and that's crazy. Two from the SEC, two from the Big Ten. Uh, who do I think it will be at the end? Uh, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Penn State. In Cincinnati. Whoa.
0: Whoa. How interesting is that? I mean, um, if it is Penn State and Cincinnati, or let's say – I mean, let's get crazy. What if it is – what if it's Ohio State and Cincinnati? I mean, Alabama, Georgia, two in the same conference that have a history of incredible games that probably would have already played an SEC title game. And then Ohio State and Cincinnati, two teams in the same state – one coached by a guy that used to coach at Ohio State as well. I mean, that's kind of
1: nutty. It'd be fun. <laughs>
0: it's
1: crazy nutty, really. I mean, crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of football left. i tell you what, as much as I just jumped right in there with Cincinnati, and the reason, I mean, Cincinnati's going to favored in every game they play the rest of the year. But I'll tell you, another interesting team that will have a better – there's another team – that will have a better case than even Cincinnati if they win out, and that's BYU. BYU, if they win out, and they're undefeated again, if they win out, they'll have seven wins over power five teams where Cincinnati will only have their two. Yeah. So watch for them. Uh, uh, Cincinnati could lose to a team within its own conference, SMU, who is also unbeaten. And I, I'm sort of picking Penn State as the team. Uh, right now, with four unbeaten teams and a pretty good conference rating, you have to figure the Big Ten is going to send somebody. Yeah. Um, I, I said this summer Penn State was going to be the surprise playoff team. They're unbeaten, so I'm just sort of sticking with them. I admit that on the field, at times, I've been more impressed by Iowa and Ohio State than Penn State. But Penn State does have some pretty good wins. I still think they have – the best team, Uh, but as you said, watch for Ohio State. Uh, Watch for them.
0: Or, I mean, (laughs) in fantasy land, watch for Michigan or Michigan State, I guess. I mean, but I don't think the world is ready for Michigan State to make it back to the playoffs yet. I don't think Michigan State's ready. I think they still need some – they're still in rehab from uh, going through – you know, Alabama's still getting some of the Spartans out of their cleats from the last time they played.
1: (laughs) I can't see it. I can't see it either, either Michigan team. I, I think they would have to go undefeated to get there and, and they're, they're undefeated so far. Obviously they play each other. Some other tough big 10 teams. I don't see it, but I, I know this, it's very, it's too early to say this with authority, but you know, just like last week we said, okay, the winner of Cincinnati Notre Dame <laughs> is going to be in pretty good shape for the playoffs, And now that Cincinnati won, I think we all see that. That Wow, Cincinnati won, and now they're going to be favored in every game they play the rest of the year, and they could easily do that. This weekend, there's two games like that. Obviously, the Iowa-Penn State winner not only is going to be ranked third in the country uh, and, and, and would be in the playoff right now, uh, whoever wins that game is getting some some cachet out of it. You know what I mean? I mean, whoever wins that game is getting a boost. Whoever wins that game might be able to afford a loss later. Um, so the Iowa-Penn State winner and the Oklahoma-Texas winner, you can't rule them out uh, of, of making the playoffs either, despite the fact Oklahoma continues to be the worst highly ranked undefeated team. I mean, they, they – They don't look good ever, yet here they are. And Texas, who we all rode off after getting blown out by Arkansas, has won every game since. And if they beat Oklahoma, they're going to make, they're going to zoom up, back up the polls and and be a playoff contender with just the one non-conference loss. All
0: right, Jimmy, how about a couple of over-unders real quick? Bryce Young, over-under 4,500 yards. uh, He's got, uh, you know, what, 1,700 plus or minus right now. Mac Jones set the record with 4,500 last year. And also over under 43 touchdowns, uh, he's got 17 touchdowns right now. So um, that's, uh, uh, you know, he's close. He's going to be tight either way, even if we go all the way to the national championship game, which will be 15 games. Tua's got the record with 43.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go under on both, and uh, my reasoning will will be two things sucky, and you won't agree, and a little weird. But here's here's my off the cuff reasoning Uh, I think Alabama's entering a stretch of the schedule where they could win a lot of games handily. And by that, I don't mean 60 to 10, although you can't rule that out. But I I think Alabama's going to, you know when beat A and M and Mississippi State and Tennessee and, and even Arkansas. I, some of these games might not be super close. So Bryce could be coming out early because I'm wondering if that if Alabama's hitting the stretch at the exact same time, coinciding with Nick Saban and Bill O'Brien going, Shit, we haven't played Milro enough. We haven't played Milro enough. I, I think a concerted effort to get Milro more snaps at the same time, you're 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 playing against teams that you're gonna beat and, and then Bryce won't get the, the 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 snaps, the minutes, the production he needs to catch those numbers.
0: All right, so, and that's my fi- answer. finally, B Rob over under a thousand yards. He's got three hundred and seventy nine right now. Of course, he had 176 of those in one game. But with Jace McClellan out now, you gotta think he's gonna
1: be getting some more carries. Yeah, it's for that reason alone. I'm going to go over that B-Rob gets over 1,000 yards, and I'll be oh, so wow. happy for him if he does. I'm I'm pulling for it to happen, and my reasoning is not that all of a sudden B-Rob has found his game. I think he's the same back he's always been. We just finally had a game where we could give him the ball 36 times. I think if you give him the ball 30 times, he's going to get a lot of production every week. I think with Jace's injury and Kamar Wheaton probably unable to play this year, uh, I just think B-Rob – sort of turns into something that we just didn't see coming uh, all year. We said it'd be running back by committee. I think to some extent it still will be because we'll still see Roy Dell. I think we will see Trey. But I think B-Rob's going to start getting a lot more carries than any of us ever envisioned all summer. But it's really the injury situation more than more than Brian. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go over. I, I think he, he's on track right now to get 1,000 yards and no, <laughs> largely helped by this past weekend. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go over. With, I'll go over there, Jimmy. Let me
0: tell everybody about Prize Picks. Look, I talked about BetOnline.ag, and that's a great place to go bet on games. But if you want to bet on individual players, if you want to go check out and try and you know figure out who's going to do over or under these set numbers, go to PrizePicks.com or go to their award-winning app. It's a fantastic app, Prize Picks. So easy to sign up, and you get a bonus up to hundred dollars, hundred percent. If you use promo code locked on, you will love this site. It is so much fun. It makes every game interesting till the very end. If you want to bet on, you know, who's going to uh, is Bryce Young going to have over three hundred yards passing this week, or whatever, you can take the over or the under. It's up to you. They just set the line, and then you go with what you want. And you got to uh, pick between two and five players to do these over unders, but that increases your odds of making more money, et cetera, et cetera. PrizePicks.com or PrizePicks, their award winning app. Use promo code Locked On. You will love this place. This is a lot of fun to make every game interesting. PrizePicks.com or their award winning app. Just PrizePicks on the Apple Store, Google Store, Android Store, whatever store. PrizePicks. Also, want to tell you about Built Bar. I can't say enough good things. Again, Opening my drawer, you can probably hear it. It's squeaky. I'm looking at my Built Bars now. I've already had several of them. Build your body, satisfy your cravings is what it's saying on here. Built.com is where you want to go to get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. Um, these are absolutely awesome. And I'm looking at what they sent me. This is cookie. Uh, well, I'm going to read. It. I'm just going to read. It. How about that? that that's, that's a live read. It's real cookie dough, zero guilt. It's cookie dough chunk, I mean they're delicious. I had one, and it 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 is tastes like a snickers bar that's good for you, and look, I'll be honest, I've gotten checked out, I'm creeping up on fifty, my cholesterol's up a little bit, uh, my blood pressures up a little bit, so I've got to do some things to get all that down, and um look i I need to cut out the chicken fingers and have a built bar. that's an easy way to go. It's also good for a keto or a keto diet, as Jimmy Stein will tell you personally. Built.com is where you want to go get these delicious nutritious built bars. Use promo code locked on in the discount. You will get it in the discount box. You will get a discount there. Built.com for these delicious nutritious built bars. All right, Jimmy, a couple of quick notes here because we're running a little long. I i I'm apologize to all Alabama basketball fans. We have been too helmet headed here, but Alabama got a huge commitment last Friday from Jaden Bradley of IMG oh, yeah, Academy. Be- yeah, a five-star Absolutely fantastic job by the entire basketball staff. Incredible player, number 18 player in the country, number three point guard in the country, number one point guard in the country by some accounts. Um, huge get. He's also teammates with Jarius Walker, uh, who is another big Alabama target who visited Alabama this past weekend. And the crystal balls all point in favor of Alabama landing him, and uh, that's fantastic. also wanted to tell everybody we got a crystal ball, not only for Jaleel Skinner, who Jimmy mentioned earlier, but for Curtis Perry out of uh, Pike Road. He was at Park Crossing. He's moved over to Pike Road. And he's a little bit undersized. But uh, I've learned my lesson on these dudes who are ultra productive, but uh, maybe a little undersized. Like, um, oh, gosh, Jimmy, who was the guy down in Mobile that we left hanging at the altar that ended up in Arkansas?
1: Darius Phylon. Darius Phylon. Good Lord. how much Did he play last night for the Raiders? (laughs) I think he did. He's, He's excellent. He's still in the NFL. He's excellent. Still in the NFL. We blew that. We just blew it. It's a good it's a good lesson for hey, I'm not taking a shot at Nick Saban. I'll never do that in a million years. But it's just a good example of of how hard it is, how hard recruiting is, how hard evaluations are. Nick Saban's the best that's ever done it or ever will. He uh he whiffed. He whiffed on that one. Yep, he did. And so okay. I think Okay. I think we're going to
0: make up for it with Curtis Perry because this guy is super productive, quick as a hiccup, and just a lot of fun to watch. And I think he's going to lead Pike Road to a state championship this year. Uh, Pike Road's got some other dudes, by the way. they got Quinshawn Judkins, who is uh, headed to Ole Miss. They, they've they got dudes. They, they're, they're a thing. Um, and then finally, Jimmy, I noticed this from the Texas A&M site. And at first I thought it was a big deal, so I got all giddy and posted it on Crimson Country Club website. But – Turns out it's maybe not that big of a deal. At the same time, it's a big deal. Texas A&M has three dudes that are now out for the year. Um, Luke Matthews, Miles Jones, and uh, Brian George. These are three guys that uh, have maybe had a little bit of injury history, um, and they've played a little bit this year, but not a lot. Luke Matthews is really good. Of course, he's the brother of Jake Matthews who played at A&M back in fourteen. Um but I think where it hurts is depth and you've got to have some depth when you play us. And, uh, yeah, that's going to hurt Texas A&M and it's going to make things even harder for him Saturday
1: night. To say nothing of McKinley Jackson, who we haven't talked about for weeks and months because he's just not on A&M's team anymore. But, you know, as a last bring, McKinley Jackson was going to be one of their best defensive linemen and he's no longer on the team due to off the field criminal accusations. And, uh, yeah, it's not the same team. And hey, I'm wrong. Hey, it was on this show. I'll, I'll. I just talked about Nick Saban whiffing. He doesn't with as much as I do. And uh, on this show this summer, I loudly uh, to some, uh, to some boos on Twitter, I predicted that Texas A&M would be the team that beats Alabama this year. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not pulling a dooring. I'm not doubling down. I'm running. I'm running away from it. I'm like, nope. I was wrong. I was very wrong. How dare me doubt uh, Nick Saban's Alabama for one second. Uh, but a lot of it has to do with A&M not having who at the time I thought they would have, including their quarterback, Haynes King. But I'm not even saying now, Luke, that if they had all the three guys you mentioned and Haynes King and McKinley Jackson, that, that A&M w- w- would still have won this game. They just don't seem to have it, whatever it is. They don't have it. Alabama does. And – uh uh, I fully expect Alabama to win the game and I'm backing off what I said this summer. Uh, I was wrong. I was wrong to predict it.
0: Jimmy, it takes a big man to admit they're wrong. And even you can admit they're wrong. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> and sometimes a short man does. <laughs> and there, there we go.
0: And I'm, I'm going to try, look, I've got to check out something here. All right. I swear. I swear, I swear, I swear, I thought McKinley – McKinley Jackson has shown up on the um, box score, uh, I think, and I thought I saw him play for a minute this past weekend against Mississippi State, and I was like, I thought he was off the team. Um, you could be
1: – that could be right. I, I've not kept up with that story since this summer. You I, could be right. I will – I will. Well, go, we will have an answer for you on tomorrow's show, though.
0: I've been Googling – Furiously, ever since you said that, but he had no stats, apparently, from the last game. But it's showing against Arkansas, he had a,
1: a solo tackle.
0: They lost 20-10. to 10. So he's um, not
1: off the team. He, I wonder, were those charges dropped?
0: Because a big see, charge. I don't Didn't see he, anything about that. And um, Wasn't it a th- felony drug charge? I thought so.
1: Um, huh. Okay. Well... I know what I'm googling when the show's over. Okay, well my computer I'm go My computer has a Google button.
0: Yeah, I'm looking right now at uh this is from oh, September
1: 18th. It's obviously on the team if you're finding stats. He I says, just wonder what happened to those All charts. right, let me let me read this. This is from uh
0: after the New Mexico game they had. Uh, the defensive tackle. The group was dominant as expected. DeMarvin Leal started at tackle with Jaden Peavy, but eventually moved back outside, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was due to the return of McKinley Jackson, who didn't ring up any stats, but commanded double teams and reestablished a line of scrimmage versus a smaller New Mexico front. He's back. And see, that... I'm going to tell you something. That, to me, is one of the reasons A&M is underperforming so much. You Think about how Nick Saban kind of lost the team when uh, DJ Hall came back after halftime. He was supposed to be suspended for a game, and I think Nick Saban learned a lesson there. Like if you're going to suspend him, somebody you suspend them. You know, um, boy, I, I, I find that remarkable. He's back on the team, remarkable, and I think it's also a testament to the lax culture
1: that jimbo be, fisher is maybe the charges that. were dropped and never should have been bought in the first place we need to google and find out exactly what happened if if he is charged with a felony and is awaiting felony trial i'll have a lot to say about this i just doubt that that's the case i'm going to give jimbo fisher for for reasons unclear to even myself i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and assume maybe. the criminal case against mckinley was resolved without a finding of guilt of a felony uh, it, because I'm I'm a big second-chance guy, even a third- and fourth-chance guy in many cases, but I think where you have to draw the line when you have a team full of student-athletes and college-athletes being found guilty of a felony uh, while on the team. And uh, as long as he's not found guilty of a felony, I'm not going to have any problem with him still being on the team. But let's let's find out what happened. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, this it's remarkable, though, um, and, and i pull up the ESPN story. Boy, I didn't mean for this to carry on this long, but it is. This is from August 6th. Texas A&M defensive lineman McKinley Jackson has been suspended by the team after arrested Thursday on two drug charges, including possession of controlled substance, a second-degree felony. Jackson was also charged with one misdemeanor count of possession of marijuana under two ounces. He is released, blah, blah, blah. Um, but
1: I haven't seen anything.
0: I have not found yeah. a
1: report that said all this was dropped. That's what's weird. Okay. Okay that that then I, then that's what needs to be I mean and again misdemeanor possession of marijuana that's a joke i would be mad Agreed. if one of our guys even gets arrested for that so i'm not going to be upset that he's playing if he had some personal use weed I, I could care less about that but the felony that's a big that's a big deal felony is still a big word and uh we, we need to know that that's been resolved maybe the charges were reduced um that happens all the time um but it would be nice to know because if Jimbo is playing someone that is facing felony charges he should be called out for that well, J- okay jimmy be the first time he's coddled it wouldn't be the first time he's coddled wrongdoers
0: okay i'm finding another report now that says char-
1: this is from september
0: 15th charges against Texas names McKinley Jackson bumped from misdemeanor to felony <laughs> they were bumped the other way i don't
1: understand this do you? Mm. No. Uh, we're going to have to reach out to our A&M friends. I, I just think it's bullshit. You, you, you shouldn't have. I, and I would say the same thing. I'm not being hypocrite. Any Alabama player facing felony charges should be suspended from the team until the charges are resolved or reduced to misdemeanor charges. Uh, okay. Uh, I that's what I, I I, That's what I think. That's what I think the should be. I
0: can't believe this isn't a bigger story. What the hell am I missing and why can't Google yeah. help
1: me? Is Google now, the i assure like you if words? it was Alabama. It would be a big story if it was going on in Alabama. I can guarantee you that. We'd be hearing about that every day. I agree. I, and and again, I, Jimbo's done it before. I, I'm going to stand
0: by my statement, though I said that I think it's a representation of the lax culture there. I've been re- perusing some of the A&M boards and the, more than one Supposed insiders said, look, our, our culture isn't good right now. And I think that that is not crazy to consider uh, when you think about how Jimbo Fisher left FSU and the, the La Brea tar pit they've been ever since then. Shout out to NBC yeah. for their new show.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, it grew into a mess while he was there and exponentially grew after he left and he created that. And if he's not suspending players charged with felonies, He's creating the same circus there. I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it. And, again, I'm not being a hypocrite. I would say the exact same thing. Yes, we've had players in trouble at Alabama, and, uh, and they've been dealt with. But I can't name one that's been charged with a felony that still played the next week. I can't. Yeah, it's weird. Don't think there's been one. All right, buddy,
0: that'll do it for this episode.
1: We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, roll time. Roll time.